There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on MyTalk1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson. Alexis has the day off. Joining me today, ladies and gentlemen, Stephanie Hansen. Good morning. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, we're excited to have you. And sitting right by my side, co-piloting, and we're up at about 12,000 feet, (laughs) Dawn McClain. Good morning, Steph and Jason. And good morning to all of you. On this Friday, April 22nd, 2022, welcome to the show, welcome to the day, welcome to your life, welcome to In God We Trust Day, welcome to April Showers Day, boy ain't that the truth, welcome to Chemists Celebrate the Earth Day, welcome to Day of Silence Day, we won't be celebrating that, welcome to Earth Day, welcome to Girl Scout Leader Day, welcome to International Mother Earth Day, welcome to National Jelly Bean Day, and welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. By the way, this segment is now 100% Donna Valentine safe. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie Hansen, how was your beverage? I don't think you do coffee, but what are you, what are you drinking today? I've got my special thermos that's, you know, I've run over a few times. Yeah. <laughs> and my yeah. coffee is delicious. I didn't bring broth this morning. I'm oh, kind of off my game. You, you know, are. this is a one-off, so I don't I have know. all my stuff prepared. It's okay. Yep. The dog it's was like, right. are you getting up? <laughs> What's yeah. happening? It's dark. Dawn, your tea? Uh, my tea is great. Celebrating Mother Earth Day. Uh, yes. Let's go out in nature and eat some jelly beans secretly. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be having those, but you know, hey, it my co- it's jelly bean day and Mother Earth Day. My coffee is a beautiful shade of brown, just like the dirt that covers oh. a vast portion of Mother Earth. Cheers day. Cheers. Oh. Cheers. Cheers day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a new word. It's also cheers day, too. Yeah. And it smells like worms outside, too. So that's Mother it- Earthy. Perfect, Steph. Perfect. Well, here's the deal. I was going to start the show one way, but then um, events of this morning already um, have shifted my plans. Uh, So coming up at 630, I will tell you why I spent the vast majority of my day yesterday um, either apologizing uh, getting mad or dealing with fallout. Uh, that's oh coming up today at six thirty. No. Is no. it a yeah. is it a personal issue? Is no, it Steph, a- 
Okay, Steph, you 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 were in the TV studio yesterday. It's what I was talking. You were right there oh, when I was okay. talking. Okay. I have a short memory. <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord! No. I was with Stephanie. Stephanie was on the Jason show yesterday, so Steph, it was what? Yeah, that never ended. By the way, so I'll tell oh, you okay. what I what I said yesterday around this time on this program that led to. About 12 hours of pain for me. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, Boy, so. I don't even remember what we talked about. Yeah, well, you'll remember. Did the I say I anything say stupid? I'm nope, you're sure safe, Don. Nope, nope. It's 100% me. Oh, um, yeah, it's one of those days where I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should maybe I should shift my five-year plan into my five-week plan. Five-minute uh, plan. Five-minute plan. Maybe I should get into retirement now. Anyway. Oh, no. But, um... I'm, we're going to start this way, though, because Steph is here. And um, so this morning, I get to Fox. And I get to Fox a little bit before 5 a.m. And I sit down, and I, I do the same dumb thing every day. I go get the coffee, um, and then I, I, I get to Fox, and right, at, right after 5. And I'm sitting down there talking to executive producer Jeff. And again, the time now is a little bit after 5. And I get a text message. Now, this is uncommon for a variety of reasons. Uh, most people that I know are asleep, except for Dawn and usually Alexis. And 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 then it, it, I just don't get a lot of text messages at 5 a.m. So when it when it goes off, I get worried that it's either something's wrong or Kendall is asking me for coffee. You know, <laughs> asking yeah. me if I've already gone to, uh, gone for coffee because she forgot hers. Kendall over there on the other show. So. I look at it and I see Stephanie's photo. Now, Stephanie's uh, um, profile photo for me on my phone is funny. It's from our recent trip to Walt Disney World where Dawn and Steph and we yeah. were with the tent. And it's at it's Stephanie's face at a moment when she was telling us one of her Debbie Downer stories. <laughs> and we were all laughing. And it's just a great shot of Steph getting ready to tell us about the rise of, like, feline HIV or something. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, boy. So I said, oh, it's a it's a text from Stephanie, which isn't out of the ordinary because Steph is filling in um, on this show. And then later on, she's doing something for TV. So, so I get so I look at the text message, Don. He goes, hey, it's Steph. Hope I have the right number for Dawn. Anyway, good morning. I'm on my way. If we need topics and she goes to list off various topics. Okay. okay. So then I send. um I send a little heart emoji and a little thumbs up. So then about five minutes later, and I look at the the text message, and I realize that the second bubble, the second person bubble, (laughs) is not Dawn. It's just generic. It's that generic cutout, you know, when you don't have a photo for that person Uh in your contacts. And I thought, oh, did my photo of Dawn disappear? Like, because I have a great photo of Dawn holding a lightsaber. That's my profile <laughs> pic for Dawn. Great. And I'm like, oh, and I look at it. And then as I look at it, I get another text message. And then I read the text and it says, <laughs> wrong number here. So Steph is texting somebody randomly at 5 a.m. Oh, that sure. she thinks oh, is Dawn McClain, okay, right. but is not, in fact, Dawn McClain. I wonder what those so, numbers are because she had two for me that are not correct. I did. Yeah. Oh, man. So to whomever 
In the 516 area code, Stephanie woke up. Oh We're very God. sorry. What is 516? Because <laughs> I came into the studio and I was like, Don, I don't think I have the right number for you. And mm-hmm. I had two numbers. And then I yeah. butt-tiled someone, too. This isn't you did? Long Island. That's Long Island? Long Island. Long Island. Oh, I like Long Island. Yeah. Okay, then we don't have to feel so bad. Then that means it was 6 a.m. there. Okay. Still early. Still early. Yeah. But not horrible if it's in Long Island. During they're this an hour ahead. same fumbly exchange of getting ready to go this morning, <laughs> yeah. I butt dialed my book editor uh, at oh. 5 like 32. <laughs> and like it rang twice. And then I just quickly hung up. Oh, and no. I know she works remote. So I know she has one of those relays that like finds her wherever she is. Yeah. So I'm not sure if I have to call her later today and say, oh, sorry for calling you at 532. Sorry. She, she does listen to the program. So maybe she's up. I don't know. Maybe she'll know. Oh, yeah. hello, editor. Hello, editor. And hello, <laughs> friend, new friend from Long Island. Hi. <laughs> um. So then the second thing I, I'm desperately trying I'm doing a lot of things today, and and I tried last night doing a lot of things that try, to make me happy to forget about the middle part of my day yesterday. So, I Dawn caught me doing something this morning that has brought me joy for the last 24 hours, and um, and I have to credit uh, a viewer for sending me this. So, as you guys know, and it's funny that we're talking about this on Fridays because we used to do a thing called TV TRL. Now, before I go any farther, I'll say, hey, podcast friends. You're getting ready to lose the rest of the segment because I'm going to play a song, um, even though the song is a TV theme. So I think copyright wise, yeah. we're allowed to play it. OK. Yeah, because it never appeared on radio. And it's also so, a mix that somebody yes. put together. So it's a new creation that you can't buy on. Yes. And so is the first oh, one. The original song is also that I'm getting ready to play anyway. So you guys know that I love a good TV theme song. I bemoan the fact that we don't have a lot of them these days. Um, and I get that it's a product of my age, but Steph and Dawn, we're all around the same age. One of my favorite TV theme songs is The Love Boat. I mean, it's fantastic. And everybody knows the original one, this one. Okay, <laughs> now everyone knows that one, right? Yes. Did you know there's another one that ran in the last seasons of the show? When we come back, I'm going to play that one, and then I'm going to play you what happens when that version of the theme song gets in the hands of talented homosexuals. (laughs) (laughs) When we come back. Spring into a new season with a beautiful new smile. And for the best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. Five star. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what one review says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. Dr. Hughes and her team are wonderful. 10 out of 10. My daughter had an excellent experience getting a beautiful enhanced smile with veneers from Dr. Hughes. The entire experience was pleasant and timely from the initial consultation, regularly checking in throughout the process, and the best part, her new beautiful smile. 
I jumped on the Google too, and here's what one client said. Whether you're looking for a couple of veneers, a full mouth reconstruction, or even if you have sleep apnea and want to get rid of your CPAP, Dr. Hughes is who you should go and see. She can help you achieve all of your smile goals and have you feeling more confident than ever. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult and be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. Hour one. Lex is off today. Stephanie Hansen's here. And we're a wonderful show because of it. Don McLean is here. And we're an excellent show because of it. Thank you. Um, so, yesterday... Uh, actually, I, I got the link a couple days ago. It doesn't matter when I got it. But anyway, love a good theme. Let me just reset the table here. I love a good TV theme. And we used to run TV themes on Fridays, TV TRL. It's kind of a version of this. But anyway, one of my favorites is The Love Boat. We all remember this one that uh, started with the original show, that one. Well, people may not realize that there was another version. This sounds like I'm setting up a bit. This really isn't a bit. The show ran for 10 seasons. In season nine, they decided to, because now we're in the late 80s. We're in like 85, 86, mid to late 80s. So they needed to, music tastes have changed. So they hired Dionne Warwick. Oh, what a hire. To do a new version (laughs) of the theme song. So here now, we're going to play a little bit of that. And then I'm going to tell you and uh, let you listen to what happens when Dionne Warwick and her Love Boat theme gets in the hands of crafty homosexuals. Mm. Here's how it aired on ABC. Okay. Now, that song got in the hands of a YouTuber who loves to do his own mixes on things. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, I I present to you what I was dancing to this morning in the cameras, and then Dawn joined my dance party, and I've been blasting this in my car for about 24 hours. Here is the love boat. Pacific Princess Gay Mix. How fun. Isn't that fun? Yes. That's Friday worthy right there. That's what I thought. Yes. Um, I've been blasting that in my car. It just it makes you happy. It makes that exactly. You know, I do have the uh, live Love Boat channel on right now on Pluto TV. Do you want me to just drop in and see what's <laughs> happening? In. Let's okay. see what's happening right now okay. on the Love Boat uh, Love Boat channel. Here okay, we go. Okay, let's see. I wonder who the guest stars are. Probably Charo. Uh, well, I can tell you I saw a young Joe from Facts of Life crying on her <gasps> bed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. We bring you Julie McCoy, the first woman ever to enter the, the Brotherhood of the Sea, my Fanny Doc. Is that Julie? It's yes. Julie's birthday. And Doc. Did you know about this? Well, I just found out about it. Doc. You see, Brotherhood of the Sea was a way to keep you busy so you wouldn't find out about this surprise birthday party. Oh. And it sure was. Oh. I bet you got the well. shock of your life. Yeah. Doc I, was the ladies' I, man. He was I bet baby. you got the shock yeah. of your life. If you go back and watch a couple, and please do on Dawn's God. favorite new streaming service, Pluto. Which um, is free. Free. You don't even have to put in your email, Pluto TV. Thank yeah. goodness. It's so good. But if you go back and you watch those, Doc is a perv. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh. He, it's real gross. The way he hits on the female passengers, it is real 
real disgusting mm-hmm. looking at it through 2022 21st century it's eyes. not very uh, me too friendly no oh, I, I just want to no, look no. at it through 1975 me too. yes totally <laughs> that's Believe what i'm me. going for me too uh some guy just tried to kiss julie in front of her door i think he's a guest host also creepy the, yep yeah Yep. Right outside your She's door. She's actually of your trying ship. to get into the ship room to get into Doc's room right now to s- escape the guy. He's going to bed. Oh. Anyway. They're breaking into Doc's room? Well, she is trying to do. She's running from the man. This oh. Is like, really? oh my God. They're running. She's running, She's running from the man. Now she's going. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now she's going to Isaac's room. He's not opening. The it's bartender. Literally, like this guy is pursuing her, every single one of the cast members, the men. Gross. <laughs> My Gross. God, help me. You've got mail. Megan Lane writes, the YouTube Love Boat remix is fabulous. If it doesn't make you move today, something is seriously wrong with you. That's right? true. Right? Don, um, what's your, when you're in like a crabby mood, do you have a song oh, that you like song. blast in your car? Good question. Um, Let's see. I would say any BTS song. Oh, <gasps> Really? Secret confession. I love it. Yeah, gosh. Really, Don? Oh, yeah, I love BTS. I love that. That's excellent. Yeah, if I just go into my library, I can tell you. It's it's the, their top hit first that they had here. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Oh. That's funny. Stuff you. Uh, I'm still rocking out, and yesterday was a sad day because it was the anniversary of Prince's death six years ago. Yeah. But uh, I'm still rocking out to the whole Dirty Mind record, Uptown, really, like... Top down, uptown, home, Minneapolis, feeling good. That's my jam. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Any like uptown, dance music, sex, romance, controversy, dirty mind, uh, 1999. I could just, yeah, Prince. Any, oh, okay. Any Prince. Also, disco generally, or the Bee Gees can really get me going too. Absolutely. I don't even know. It reminds me of being a kid, I think. Oh, yep. sure. Yep. Where Absolutely. you didn't have to think about paying bills. And dance party in my <laughs> yeah. living room with my mom and our eight track. Oh, cute. Yeah. We would all like have a little dance party, my mom in her robe. Simpler times. As yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. Um, well, speaking of music from our childhood or maybe our teen years, I don't, we don't play this a lot because if we did, this whole show would be birthday shout outs. But sometimes we do break the rules because sometimes there's a birthday that we do have to acknowledge. And this person puts in the time. Um, she puts in the time in our show. We all love her. She listens no matter what. And she listens all day. Like I, I she she's like Colin. She listens to my talk all <laughs> yeah. day. Um, and I'm talking about Panda. Is Panda it her birthday? Has, today's Panda's birthday. Oh, oh Panda. Panda. Happy birthday. She's been with us basically since the beginning. Um, my memory picture that popped up to remind me it was her birthday was a picture of the two of us when the no hate campaign was here. You know, when you put the tape over your mouth and you wear all white and you take those photographs around 2010. Well, there's a picture of the two of us and look like we're two years old. But anyway, um, happy birthday, Panda. Yes. We love you. We love how much you support us. And uh, I hope you feel the love back. We, we think you're amazing. And... 72% better than Phil. Anyway, coming up next. Oh, yes. <laughs> Little inside baseball on the listener yeah, P1s. Yeah. Oh, they know it's <laughs> Phil Jones. Yes, he almost got removed from Lush. Anyway, uh, we'll be back with my screw up next. Lex, remember when you told me about your friends and their marital challenges? Well, do you really want to know how to diagnose and help people? 
I've got the place for you. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has two graduate programs that are right up your alley. Ooh, you could tell people how to make their marriage better. You know how you always love to help people? Wait, that sounds great. Where did you say this was? Tell me more. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has a Master's of Arts in Marriage and Family Therapy and a Doctor of Psychology in Counseling Psychology. Oh, Doctor of Psychology. That sounds good. Better than that, you'll deepen your understanding and skills in facilitating relational health with a diverse client base. And these programs are student-centered and attentive to the adult learner's needs, preparing students for careers as licensed professional psychologists. The best part of St. Mary's is their focus on their students. It's all about student success. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more and connect with them, head to msumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis is off. Steph's here. Dawn's here. So, yesterday, I, uh, I gave another update on on my dog Dex. And you guys have been really nice to inquire about Dex. It was um well now two weeks ago. So two weeks of updates, two weeks of segments. Um Dex had uh, well then it turned out to be several cancerous tumors or uh, but a large one on his leg. And once he was in there, I told you the story the next day or on that Monday that God bless the U of M vet student and the whole crew at the U of M because uh, pre-op examination, they found three more small tumors that we as owners never would have detected. And we don't. I mean, I I touch decks a lot because boxers are prone uh, to get tumors, amongst other things. And uh, anyway, so this is the two week mark. And then I told you that horrible luck for my poor boy. The a day or two before his surgery, um, he basically ruptured his cornea, which we have now found out is also common for boxers. Oh, really? Well, especially Sometimes, when you have a little goblin other dog who's play fighting with him and scratching <laughs> his face. Well, listen to this. We didn't even know Dawn... There doesn't even have to be an episode. Oh. Box. This sometimes just happens with boxers. It's God's cruel gift with such an amazing breed. But anyway, so over the last week and a half, I've been telling you that um, Dex's eye has been bothering him more than uh, his stitches. And the very uh, the next day, or I'm sorry, the, the day before the surgery, I took him in to our, our general vet. Great folks, modern love uh, vets in the North Loop. Dr. Jones, she's amazing, and they love my boy. So I, I did that vet visit, and she diagnosed the problem of it. It was um, like a scratched cornea. There's another technical term, but whatever. And then the U got a hold of them and also diagnosed what the problem was. Well, the problem never healed over the week. It was supposed to usually this heals within a couple days, but Dex's eye got worse and it, it started the, 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 uh, the new cornea that was uh, reforming um, was not attaching. 
So it was basically like a dirty piece of saran wrap over my dog's eyes, Mm. causing a lot of grief and a lot of pain. And we found out through um, the U of M that we needed to take him to a dog ophthalmologist. So I don't mean to laugh. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Oh, yeah. They're in high demand, too. They're in high demand. There are only four, my understanding is, in the state, and they're very busy. Oh. And there are, there's such a, um, there's such a deficiency in the numbers that people from the Dakotas come here for service, mm-hmm. which scared the pejeebies out of me because I can't tell you how miserable my dog has been. Oh. Um, he can't, he has to close his eyes. It's constantly watering. He looks like he's blind because it's a little swollen and he has a gray eye. And he's just sad. I mean, oh. my dog is not. Dex is usually when I walk in the door, I've told the story a thousand times. Dexter waddles over to me. I, I give him, I scratch his back. We go in my room. He jumps on the bed and we hug. He hasn't been doing that. He doesn't. He's just sad. So Colin called around, called around, called around. Most of the ophthalmologists were booked through July. One was booked through July, I should say, and the others did not have an appointment. And he finally got a hold of one. And they told him at the time that this was just going to be a consultation. And Colin explained to them, no, 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 no. This will now be the third. (laughs) This will now be the third consultation. The U of M has diagnosed him. Look at the chart. Our GP has diagnosed him. Please, please, please. You know, the initial phone call, he's like, please, can we just, we know what needs to be done. They said, no, we need to do a consultation, which worried us because if we had this appointment, which was yesterday, the possibility that we would have to wait weeks, maybe a month to do the actual reparative procedure scared the hell out of me and Colin because our dog is miserable and in a lot of pain. So yesterday, uh, that brings me to this. But the background is important because of what I'm getting ready to say. Yesterday around this time, Dawn and I were chit-chatting, as we do on this show. <laughs> freely? And freely. Really without freely a net, talking? Okay. Freely talking. And I, and I, made the, I made the jest. I made, it wasn't really a joke, but I said, girl, some version of, I said to Donna, I said, girl, I need, because Colin had to take Dex yesterday to the appointment, obviously, because it was in the morning and I'm doing these shows. And I said to Dawn, I said, girl, on the air, I said, Colin needs to be a little bit more like me today. I need him to be a little forceful and beg, beg these folks to please, please do the procedure. You know, I need him to be, because Colin's so nice that I need him to be a little bit more like me. And then we joked about how, you know, I, I I'm a little more forceful with you know if if uh, if I need to talk to a man if I need to turn into a kind of Karen for a minute, <laughs> but um, not you know, really. But yeah. not a, not really a Karen. Yeah, I don't like, like to. I, I do not like to complain. I mean, I own a place. I get it. I you know. So I made that. We had that conversation. What had happened was we got off the air, and. I started getting blitzed on my face, my fan page, which is open to anybody. You don't have to be my friend. <laughs> I started getting blitzed with direct messages from 
four vets, like within about a 20 minute period. So I'm getting ready for the TV show. I'm in these meetings and I keep getting these alerts. And they were one after another, four vets. And saying everything from I'm ignorant to you're you're asking your husband to one woman wrote you're asking your husband to rampage our offices you're encouraging bad behavior we don't need this and i was like oh my god oh my god I, that's not what i that's not what i said and that's not my intent and i and i'm like you know when the first one came in it was a gentleman and he was very nice he just said hey this could be read wrong this conversation and he was real cool and i said uh, Okay, I can I I can get that. Um, he said, "You have no idea what our industry is going through," and that's where where I kind of want to begin with. I gave you my background and my explanation of what led us to yesterday, but this is what I had no idea about, and this is actually where I appreciated that. Then it became six vets, and I'll tell you the end of the. I'll tell you how that came to be. Because statistically, six vets listening to my talk one hundred seven one. Just FYI, seems like a lot. <laughs> um, I will. <laughs> I'll tell you how everything happened on the end of it. But I want to lead, and I want this to be heard. I am leading with this. I don't. I don't want to hear that I led with my whining. I want this. I'm leading with this. This was an educational moment for me, and I'm appreciative. And now I'm sharing it with you because I had no idea. As much as I and Dawn and as much as our show shines a light on Yahoo's treating flight attendants horribly, we've been screaming about that for a year and a half. My understanding is, and now I've read, thank you, everyone. (laughs) I've now read five articles. There is a crisis in the vet community. This is also happening to veterinarians. Um, People are, are, are horrible. Not all their clients, but they are screamed at on the regular, especially during COVID years because, you know, limited hours, wonky office hours. You couldn't get into the vet. You had to sit outside and be called in. Yes, Yes. it's still that way, I believe. Yeah. They're, they're, They're called all sorts of names. A woman in the overnight, I woke up to another article that I really did read talking about what it's like, the drama that can happen sometimes when vets have to euthanize an animal and how they're screamed at on the regular. And it was real eye-opening. It was really, really eye-opening to read all of these articles. One of them in The Guardian was a vet that trained at the U. I don't think she lives here anymore, but she was the one talking about her experiences with some Yahoo's that give that go to the point of writing death threats. She's received death threats. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, I will tell you how all of these vets found out about my talk. one oh seven one, And uh, yeah, we'll continue. Stay with us. Okay. Continuing the story of uh, vet gate 2022. So, I just want to say I'm sorry. I have no problem admitting when I am wrong. And in the case of this story, um, obviously my intent uh, was that of humor and uh, sassiness and lightheartedness. 
And I obviously wasn't um, promoting, nor uh, did I want Colin to, as the one woman wrote, rampage in there. He, uh, yeah. I was coming. He didn't mean like uh, actually like storm no, the castle. No, 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 I, I was coming, I was coming at it from a consumer and from most importantly my dog's owner um, and a concerned. I was coming at this through as Dexter's dad, and and frustration of, you know, it's not about the money, but. you know what I mean? And I, and so I just wanted you to know where I was coming from. It wasn't, um, a, I knew Colin wouldn't do it anyway. And it was just a joke. Um, kind of poking fun at myself. Then I'm, I'm a bitch and, um, Colin is way nicer than I am. Right. But I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Lord knows. I would never, ever want to promote anything like that. And, and I think any longtime listener of the show knows that. But I make mistakes. It's not an excuse. But as I wrote to one of these vets, you know, this occupation, um, our occupation is very unique. You come on the air. And in my case, I'm on the air live for four hours a day. And, and you, are, you are asked to open your heart. You are asked to share experiences about your life. And I try to do that, and sometimes I make a mistake, and it's and and it's and and I I mess up, and I am really sorry because I don't I would never want somebody to to go into a vet's office and be an idiot. So I felt real bad, and I'm really sorry because I I obviously have a, the utmost respect for vets, and nobody needs more grief nowadays. For heaven's sake, nobody needs more grief. So I'm really sorry. Now, on the flip on the flip side of this, this was a learning moment for me, and I hope this is a learning moment for all of us, because I was graciously, well, except for one three named vet who basically said I was inhuman, but uh, the rest <laughs> of the vets, <laughs> wow, girl, she took me to the shed, um, all through the Jason show. If you watched the Jason show yesterday, if I seemed a little off, it was because I kept getting alerts from this three named vet who, um. Oof. Anyway, I, I'm going to have her write my next hate email to somebody. But anyway, <laughs> um, so on the flip side, I just want us to have a little educational moment for where we're coming from. And it was a learning and, and the learning moment came around five o'clock yesterday when I received and I'm not going to name this person. She knows who she is. She was a vet that had emailed me earlier and then she emailed me again. And she knows who she is. I love her. And this is what part of what she wrote me. Uh, I want to apologize for you being blitzed by the vet community. Full disclosure, when I first contacted you on your official Facebook page, I had not heard the original conversation that was causing all, all the uproar. I had heard about said conversation through a post in a private vet group on Facebook or oh, wherever. Oh, for the love of God. Turns out... Sorry. <laughs> turns out, turns out the vet I feel greatly misrepresented your original on-air comments. That got a whole bunch of people's undies in a bunch, and I know you heard from a lot of us. Now that I've actually listened to what you actually said, 
I know that you are a frustrated pet parent who just wants your dogs to feel better. So bottom line, I'm sorry we you got ambushed. We in the vet industry are hurting a bunch right now. And once that conversation was misrepresented, we absolutely overreacted. So I appreciated that candor. And as much as it was a great lesson for me, believe me, I didn't know that you got, that vets were experiencing the level of irrational behavior that, say, flight attendants are. But this is also a learning moment for folks, for all of us, including myself. Um, before you go on the Internet, and I've said this in different versions over the years, before you go on the Internet and grab the pitchfork and react to something, make sure you know the something you're reacting to in its, in its totality. Because a lot of these vets didn't even know that for the last 10 days, as Dawn knows, Every other segment I've done about this, I have been celebrating vets. I have been heralding what they've done for my dog. So it was an instant emotional reaction. They were they were upset about my instant emotional reaction, but the irony was they were kind of doing that to me. And it's a good lesson for all of us to take a moment before we press that enter button. And believe me, I need to learn that too. Um, I need to be, I should say, I should be, I need to be reminded of that. And so bottom line, it was just a, it was a educational 12 to 14 hours. So thanks to the vets that have re-emailed. Thanks to the one that I read the email from. She knows who she is. And um, there we go. In the bigger context, because I feel like I'm personally struggling with this a little bit myself. I, in, you know, looking at the restaurant situation, looking at the service industry, looking at people when you're driving, like driving, people are just Ooh. driving like complete Ooh, yeah. jerks. <laughs> yeah. We're in this really interesting space of very low empathy for yeah. others. And I'm experiencing it too. My first reactions to many things these days is immediate anger and my like fists are up. And I'm like trying to deal yep. with this inner child who is feeling attacked all the time. And what I'm realizing is, is it's not that people are really attacking me. It's that people as a collective, we have been through so much yeah. and it's leaking out everywhere to teachers, to vets, to grocery workers. And I don't want to under, um, I don't want to devalue what you just said. But I think as a collective, we, if we could find our empathy again and realize that we've all been through this very traumatic collective experience of the last two and a half years of this pandemic, that's changing work, family, schools, politics. I mean, it's everywhere. And I'm just, for me personally, really realizing in my own life, like I'm so defensive. I'm so mm -hmm. ready to fight. <clears throat> oh, you're and not I'm trying to. You're back. You're, I'm agreeing with you a hundred stuff. I'm just trying to, in my own life, I'm reading some Brene Brown books. Like, I'm trying to figure out how to stop this feeling of constantly being in fight or flight. Yeah, I get it, too, because that's why I had a migraine for 60 days. I ultimately, didn't, yeah. Oh. Yeah, ultimately, it, it was an issue with my neck up here, or still is. And um, it's just from immobility of being so tense that I don't move my body like I normally would. Yeah. And it just got all tense up in there. And then, you know, it leads to massive headaches and hearing loss in one ear and like all of these things because you're just like 
And your body yeah. takes care of itself. Like yes. your body will express all of that. I had the pandemic posture back, low herniated disc problem during yes. the pandemic, which was also stress and sitting poorly at your desk. Yeah. You, you know what it is too? And my, my friend Nikki Vixen said this to me yesterday when we were discussing this and I'm guilty of this too. And it's a piggyback off what you just said, Steph. We're also not giving anybody any grace. Mm-mm. We are immediately thinking the very worst. I did this this weekend with that encounter that I had that was uh, that was triggering for me. It was really less about that, about the individuals, and more about what it made me feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? It wasn't Duke's really up. that big of a deal, but it was so triggering, and I hate that word. But that's. <laughs> but we immediately think. The worst in folks. I did it. I'm and then guilty you have of to it. go, oh, stop myself. I'm yes. going to stop. But it's conscious. And you feel mm-hmm. bad. Like, and you have conscious. to work on it. Yes. Because your first response, or my first response, is dukes up. Fight. Like, yep. protect yourself. And I didn't feel like that before. I felt no. like generally the world was good. And I felt like generally people tried their hardest and wanted their the best for everybody. So let's just yeah. have some grace and empathy. Yeah. Or try. Absolutely. Start with try. try. And again, Especially I own in your it. Cars. I got it. What? Especially in your cars. Yes, cars. Me. Hey, I'm guilty of that. So, be nice to your vets. Thank you for listening. I hope this was a a rare learning moment on Jason and Alexis in the morning. We're gonna take a break. Fun returns when we return.